you gotta you gotta find that sweet spot of confidence, not self-doubting and not you know overconfident in ego, but right in the middle is just being as confident as you should be, mm -hmm. and that will get you places. What's up, Transcend crew? Uh, welcome back to episode two. Still just kicking this thing off. Today we're talking about some juicy details. We got some awesome weather again. And it seems like every time we record, we just have the best weather. So that must be some kind of sign. I'm sitting here with my buddy Vaughn. What's up, guys? How are you? And kicking it right off, I want to talk about purpose. Mm -hmm. That sounds really broad, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. But we're going to zone in on the purpose of why in which we all have in the world of uh, fitness. Mm -hmm. What is our purpose in being here? What is our purpose in taking it into our own lives and basically uh, just making that part of who we are? I'm sure it's unique for every person too. Yeah, there's a lot of different purposes and why people you know, get involved in fitness and why they stay in fitness. But um, I guess we'll talk a little bit about what those are today, kind of the general ones we understand mm -hmm. and kind of help our audience determined what theirs was and just to hear theirs for our own, you know, our own, uh, curiosity and benefit. Yeah. So a lot of people I know, you know, that work out all the time or regularly at least and have that as a solid part of their life, they, they tend to have many things that are like that yeah. going on in their life as far as their personal development. We talked a little bit about that in our last podcast. Um, but it seems like that's just one of the puzzle pieces to live in a, a full, uh, healthy life, you know. And so it kind of relates to the standards of each individual. Is a person who has high standards also has high standards in everything they're doing, including fitness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, agreed. Like, I mean, the standards you, you place on yourself, your own physical progression are going to carry over into other aspects of your life as well. That's right. And so, like I mentioned before, a lot of people I know at the gym and who I've met at various gyms, you know, um, they're also practicing high level of focus and, um, you know, attention and effort. Mm -hmm. And not only that fitness, but various, you know, areas of their life. Yeah. And they often have, you know, pretty respectable career paths and things like that as well. Absolutely. So, and as you know, a lot of people in the fitness industry, whether it be bodybuilding or triathletes or, you know, anything, they're also doing other big things mm -hmm. with their lives. Yeah. 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 Um, and you know, I mean, it's just having that progress based mindset. Um, personally, uh, a lot of people who I know have talked about having, you know, a moment of clarity or an epiphany, you know, when they, when they realize they're getting into you know, that they, they want to improve, right? They're developing this, this progress-based mindset. There's kind of this, oh shit moment where you're like, you know, something needs to change. You know, maybe this was just a, a realization looking in the mirror or climbing up a set of stairs and realizing you know, I'm out of shape, you know, or, you know, maybe this was actually something really urgent, like medically threatening, like, you know, maybe a heart attack or something, you know, you actually you know, have to get into the gym. So it's still a, a matter of the person's standards, but it's basically they've reached 
the bottom of what they're allowing their standards to be exactly with their health and their fitness yeah. that they need a major change and quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, you hit rock bottom, the only way to go is up, right? <laughs> yeah. So either that or you're 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 yeah. done. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I yeah. Um, so you know, I mean, whether or not it be like life or death, or whether it just be, you know what, something needs to change. Uh, adopting that progression-based mindset um, is imperative. And in order to do that, you kind of need to find a sweet spot, right? You need to find... Absolutely. You need to find something that suits you as an individual. And I mean, this ultimately comes down to what your individual goals are, as well as things that you just enjoy doing, right? So you mean, when, when you're developing a fitness routine, don't make it something you genuinely dislike doing. Like, if you fucking hate running, don't, like, run. Find find something that's <laughs> enjoyable. That's yeah. that's what I'm saying. And I think that that's just such a huge misconception in the world of fitness. Is so that, if someone's goal is, is basically to lose weight and they hate running, you know, that you can look for alternatives like swimming or, or getting a bike. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's such a big misconception in the world of fitness is that people almost think that they need to hate doing it in order to make progress and that's just not yeah. the case you can you can progress doing something you love and i mean that's what casey and i have found in the gym and lifting weights yeah. and bodybuilding and um, and i think it's easy for doing the things you and i do in the gym it's not it's not hard right it would be easy for us to look at that and be like fuck i gotta do that again yeah <laughs> that really is difficult every time i do it but that's never because of our mindset. Mm-hmm. I think you and I have the, pretty much the same mindset. Is basically we don't think about it like that. Yeah. We basically, think it as okay. We have to eat to survive. Agreed. So our standard is we have to do those things in the gym, and you know make it a consistent part of our routine to keep the the standard mm-hmm. we've created already yeah. and, and the standard we we're holding ourselves to mm-hmm. long term. And so it really comes down to that that mindset is. You know, are you viewing it as a chore or are you viewing it as an opportunity or a privilege? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is it something that you have to do or is it something that you get to do? Right. Absolutely. And it wouldn't be a fitness podcast. We didn't mention Arnold (laughs) and Arnold always used to say, you know, he never thought about all the grueling details and the physical efforts and you know, how much you have to eat and how much you have to lift and how much you have to rest and how difficult all those things were. Uh-huh. He never thought about it. Mm-hmm. He, the only thing he can keep in mind was his vision, the end result mm-hmm. of that championship. Of, and his was the biggest you can imagine, which was being the best of all time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. at least up until his retirement, he was, you know. I think and he, a lot of people still think so today. I think... Yeah, I mean, 40 years later, undisputably, he is one of the best bodybuilders of all time. And, you know, quite honestly, just from a personal standpoint, doing all of this, you know, going through the pain, <laughs> I mean, because lifting like you, you go in there and you go hard. Like if you're actually bodybuilding in the gym, that shit hurts, man. Oh, yeah. But, you know, the fact is, is that it's so intrinsically linked to progress that I enjoy every single moment of it. Like, I love it. And, you know, I, that's just something that comes with having a progressive based mindset is just, you, you start, you know, regardless of how hard it is, you just start to love it. And so I guess finding that, that really finding that area in which you can just groove, right. 
that is just so key into developing a successful fitness routine. That's right. And a very intelligent man I once heard from said, progress is happy happiness. Mm-hmm. It is what keeps us going, you know, whatever area that is. But fitness is one of those areas where it's so visibly and uh, biochemically, you know, something you can see the progress in and mm-hmm. feel progress. And like you mentioned last time, and so it's one of those things that once you start getting a taste of that progress, it just gets that train rolling, yeah. you know, and it's very difficult to slow down. But momentum works towards you or for you, mm-hmm. whichever way you decide to let it go. Yeah, yeah. And if you're spiraling down out of control and becoming obese and having heart conditions and, you know, in and out of the ER, you know, that's the momentum of your decisions. And same, same with, uh, you know, building as much muscle as you can and losing as much fat as you can in a healthy way, it, you know, it carries on the same way with that yeah. momentum. Yeah. And so Agreed. momentum can be your best friend or your worst enemy. You're a, you're a product of the efforts you put in. And so here at Transcend, we are all about getting off of your lazy ass and doing something with your life. We are not going to sugarcoat things. Sugar is bad for you. <laughs> We might get into cursing. We might get controversial. Um, if you're easily offended, this podcast might not be the best for you, but I think that we've got some pretty good insight. And uh, quite frankly, we we're, we have strong opinions. We know what works for us. So, um, you know, if you're curious, then absolutely, I, uh, I want you to stay with us. Listen to what we've got to say. Yeah, that being said, we're not going to try and cookie cut, you know, like the... Uh positive mindset bullshit that you might hear mm-hmm. in various places on YouTube or, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in paid advertising on TV or, uh, you know, any kind of self-help book. Yeah. Yeah. We're not, we're not about all the, you know, the stereotypical crap. We, we simply just want to talk about things that have worked for us over time mm-hmm. and that are continuing to work and the things that we're learning that we truly believe in and adopt. And we're calling that the transcendent mindset, mm-hmm. along with the idea of not ever giving in or giving up or being a victim of circumstance in any way. Those together create what is called the transcendent mindset. Yeah. And so fitness and transcendent mindset is what we're all about. So I don't know, how, let's uh, get in a little more into uh, fitness stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we're, we're talking about, you know, developing this progression-based mindset, right? We're talking about developing a successful routine, something that's actually going to work for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are some really basic, like, 101, like, do's and don'ts to this. One of the things that I think is met with the least amount of success when it comes to doing this is when you completely overhaul your lifestyle overnight in making changes. You know, if you go on a diet and all of a sudden you cut out like all of this shit from your diet, that's great. But are you actually going to be able to, you know, be consistent with that? You know, if you can, then by all means go for it. But what I've seen for most people is that when you when you make a gigantic change overnight, it's very temporary. Yeah, it is. It's temporary because humans are habitual creatures. We are we are creatures of habit. And so therefore, 
you know, habits are hard to break. And it's much easier to break a habit when you're making small and incremental changes, when you're easing into a routine. And when you do this, you're going to have a, a lot lower of a tendency to rebound. Yeah, and very few people I've ever met in life who wanted to make a change and make a very giant leap to do so. It never lasts. You know, I've seen it over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, just like New Year's resolutions is it's it's almost an idea, a tryout versus an actual change mm-hmm. of life, you know, a lifestyle change. And there are ways for those people who often quit on those, you know, resolutions to actually make the plan work. But it's a much more incremental, much more gradual style of doing things. Mm-hmm. Now, I do believe the cold turkey approach works for some like it does for me. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's been a whole handful of things I've given up that I was addicted to just cold turkey. And it was not easy. No. Feeling that addiction and that withdrawal was fucking difficult. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to put it straight. And it lasted weeks yeah. and months in some cases. But I knew it was what I had to do because that was my standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if you have the standards in order to, to to change your life for the better, you know, that's that that's what makes it easier. That's what makes it, you know, mechanical in a sense is you just know what has to be done. And that's why some of us eat what we do, the healthiest food we can find, and a lot of it to build muscle and trim fat is we know what it's doing to our bodies. Mm-hmm. And that's as much as we need to be able to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so as much as we need to know to know what we should and shouldn't eat. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Same with training. Mm-hmm. So the belief is, is a major point of whatever you're doing in life. Belief is going to be the, uh, the machine behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, part of that is you gotta, you gotta have a why, right? You gotta have a purpose, um, when you're developing a belief, you know, um, you know, there are different levels to belief too. You know, I mean, there, there's, there's, you know, believing you're never going to take the first step, right? Right up until believe to believing you'll be the best in the world. So yeah. Yeah, whatever the belief is, I mean, I guess I guess it just depends on on how you adopt it into your mindset, right? Yeah, and I don't know what comes first between belief and desire. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the chicken or the egg, mm-hmm. but you need both, and sometimes Agreed. one fuels the other. Yeah. And sometimes the desire itself allows the belief to exist, mm-hmm. and sometimes vice versa. Yeah, I mean, if you can't believe that you can obtain something for yourself, then failure is basically right out of the gate. You, I mean, it's just going to be a waste of time, ultimately. So, um, you know, I think we, we believe that everybody needs uh, some level of fitness in their lives. Um, but, you know, some people might believe that they can't do it. And... Uh, we urge you to change that belief. We think you can. <laughs> we're 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 gonna be we're gonna be slightly motivational for a second. We think that you can do it, and uh, you know uh, some people, you know, think believe you know they 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 know they can do it, right? 
Mm-hmm. And they've gotten into a routine. They've kind of established this progression-based mindset, but they might actually take it too far and they might be doing this for the wrong reasons, right? Right. They can, so people can actually believe in a harmful matter or, or overbelieve and it can actually <laughs> create some kind of repercussions in life that aren't great. Mm-hmm. So obviously, just like everything, there's there's moderation. Um, I don't believe that I can dictate America. I should never. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. And if I had that belief, it would be very dangerous. Yeah. But you know, there's a just like a lot of things. There's a, a healthy scale. Yeah. So I think having belief is an important thing. You know, you gotta have belief in yourself, or else you're not gonna go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's confidence. Right. Confidence is something everyone needs to get anywhere with what they want to do. Um, Then there's overconfidence, otherwise ego, Ego, which is almost false generated or you believe you're better than everybody pretty much. And we see the difference between confidence and egotistical in all kinds of areas, you know, with athletes, for example, or people at the gym or musicians, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and so the ones that I respect in each of those, you know, industries are the ones who are very confident, uh, members of the society, but not egotistical. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's a fine line between ego and, and, and confidence, right? Like being full of yourself and, and just knowing what you're capable of. Right. So, I mean, I, I feel like confidence is, is right the knowledge, the knowledge that you are capable of doing something, and then actually going on doing it, right, and doing it with fervor, you know, mm-hmm. you know, having, you know, like showing your strength while doing it. That's confidence. Ego is shoving that what you're doing down everybody's throat, shoving it in everybody's face. Everybody around you has to know what you're doing. That's yeah. ego. And putting others down for not being at the same level. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um, and a lot of us can probably went through a, a stage of that, a little taste of it. Oh, sure. To yeah. find out that's who we don't want to be. Mm-hmm. But most of, most of us went through that phase in our you know teenage years, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and don't want to adopt that behavior you know, at any point. Again, um, where you see that a lot is in competition. You know, ego versus confidence, um, which kind of leads me into, you know, one is a healthy mindset. Mm-hmm. One is one is healthy, one's good, one's genuine, and one is not. One's unhealthy and fake and, you know, even harmful. Mm-hmm. And so we can, let's, let's talk a little bit more about healthy versus unhealthy mindsets. Um, so, like I said, confidence, good. Ego, not good. Agreed. Um, but there's a good, healthy aspect of competition as well, just like there's its counterpart, which is not so healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, if you see your competitor as an enemy, you know, that's probably a mindset you got to work on changing. Yeah, yeah. But if you, have a, if you have a competitor or an opposer who you appreciate and respect but want to beat in competition that's another thing and when you can basically build each other up 
until you're on stage or until you're, you know, whatever the sport may be, until you're opposing each other on the field or the court, whatever it may be, that's healthy. You know, behind the scenes, you're friends. You're good people to one another. Mm-hmm. And on the court, like, let's just do what we're here to do. Yeah, you know? yeah. it's like a Arnold Schwarzenegger and Franco Colombo, right? Absolutely. Those yeah. guys were best friends outside of off the stage, you know? Yeah. And they pushed each other every day to try and beat one another. Uh-huh. And it was never unhealthy. Yeah, it, um, was, it was just ingrained in their mindset and their attitudes surrounding the sport. They were friends. But, you know, ultimately, they used the competitive factor of their relationship to better themselves on an individual level. Yeah. And so we, we have friends and brothers and uh, people like that who we use as a matter of, of speaking, you know, to uh, better ourselves, you know, um, but in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. And so, like, my brother and I, Garrett, we're, we're very close uh, in life and we're very close as far as our our fitness levels you know you know and so we we are a help, healthy competition for one another all the time and you and I are kind of the same way yeah. as well <laughs> <laughs> very much agreed yeah um so one thing we we do want to do is look for those people to that are maybe at our level just barely ahead or even far ahead to make sure that we are never falling back mm-hmm. that we're always striving forward um it basically goes along with the don't be the smartest guy in the room mm-hmm. or the biggest guy in the room. You yeah, know? yeah. That kind of uh, a uh, fundamental. It's when you're working with people that are ahead of where you're at, Yeah, that can only uh, further your progress and in- increase your your pace yeah, yeah. at where you're, what you're going. Yeah. So I think that it's, really important again to elaborate on the difference between confidence which is healthy and healthy competition and then ego which is unhealthy and the unhealthy competitive aspects that come from it with ego which is the unhealthy mindset that we urge you to try to avoid you are trying to be better than everybody else With an unhealthy competitive mindset, you want to be the best in a, in a, in an unhealthy way. You want to prove to everybody around you that you are better than them. And so you set a pedestal to which you, you, you try to climb to a a platform, which you try to reach a platform that is set directly above everybody else around you. But once you get there, there's nowhere else to go because you've achieved that. That's that's what people who are egotistical, who who have this unhealthy competitive mindset, who want to be better than everybody else, this is kind of the conundrum they face. At some point, they get to a level where they perceive themselves to be better than all those around them, and at that point, all of the motivational, all of the motivation, all of all of the factors that go into them wanting to improve themselves are gone because in their mind they're better than everybody else. If you don't care about that if you embrace a healthier competitive mindset, then you're only working on improving yourself as an individual. And for and in that case, you know, the sky is the limit, right? There's no pedestal above other people. There's no, there's no, you know, magic formula or solution or place to be where all of a sudden you can prove that you're better than everybody else. 
And I think that that's, that's the mindset that we really want to try to instill in you. Yeah. And so basically there's, there's some basic fundamentals that make people, um, good members of society, mm -hmm. wherever that is. And being egotistical basically is saying to society in your words and your actions that they're above you, they're mm -hmm. above the law in a matter of speaking, you know, so just be confident, but don't be egotistical. I mean, know that you're good, but know you're where you're, you sit on that, that spectrum, mm -hmm. you know, don't, don't think for a second that you're better than you are. I mean, we should all understand our own values mm -hmm. and live that way, yeah. you know, but not in comparison for me to say, you know, my value I see being this high, but that guy that's over there, I'm going to treat him different than I would treat Vaughn because yeah. I don't see his value as high as yours. You know, I'm not agreeing. Yeah. That all uh, aligns within ego, you know, yeah. have some humility, right? Yeah. So coming back to competition for a quick second, one thing I wanted to mention is, you know, there's all kinds of reasons people want to uh, take part in competition, whether it be bodybuilding or anything within fitness competitions or sport. Um, and again, there's healthy and unhealthy versions of that as well. Um, I want to give my personal experience with why I decided to do a uh, NPC bodybuilding competition um, which I plan to do more of, and I think you plan on. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, there's some exciting, exciting prospects for the future with that too. So there's, there's various reasons for, for actually taking part in something like that. And for me, I think I found a healthy reason and healthy purpose to do so. And that was, I knew that that was going to be my accountability tool yeah. to get me to where I needed to be and to bring my best. You know, it wasn't about any individual who I was going up against on the stage. It was about me reaching a point where I'd never been before mm -hmm. in my life, uh, physically and healthily. I used that, otherwise wouldn't have been able to obtain this, this status without that accountability. I used that to get me there mm -hmm. and knew that without that or something like it, I wouldn't care enough you know yeah. it wouldn't be important enough to me to actually get to that point yeah yeah so that's i think that's a healthy uh healthy perspective and mm -hmm. purpose in doing something like that um but also understand there's there's unhealthy yeah. approaches as well if you're doing this with ego um basically that takes a lot that takes a lot away from you yeah, personally, agreed. Is you're doing it for the wrong reasons. You're doing it against other people and for the social media and for the likes, for the status, yeah. things like that. Yeah, don't do it for that. <laughs> which it actually takes away the the true facets of why you should be doing that yeah. and just demolishes it. Mm -hmm. So it takes away the genuine feelings one should have in progressing mm -hmm. and bettering themselves and reaching new, new, uh, milestones that you've yeah. never reached before. Yeah. See, those are the things that we should be focused on and proud about when we reach them. But when someone is looking at professional athletes, for example, and being disappointed that they're not at that level, 
you know, of their, their idol, then that's directly comparing yourself to another individual who's completely on a different path, right? Uh, yeah, very much agreed in that. I mean, that kind of brings me to this aspect of jealousy, right? Which is another unhealthy habit that I'm sure a lot of us have experienced, um, but that we do not recommend for uh, <laughs> any, any application to your fitness goals. So, you know, I have had a personal experience with jealousy, as I'm sure Casey has, and I'm sure, you know, any functional human being has, um, you know, especially with, you know, how common, you know, fitness people are on Instagram these days. It seems like everybody has a fucking fitness account. Um, everybody, <laughs> everybody is going to be the next Arnold Schwarzenegger on Instagram. But um, anyways, you know if you're on there for a long period of time and you, you just start seeing people who in your mind are better than you and you know, you're, you're just like, well, it, it's just really debilitating because you're like, what well, what do I have to do to get on their level? Am I ever going to be that good? Mm. And you know, it, it's just this like circular mindset where you're, you're on these social media platforms, you're looking at these people, or maybe there's even like someone in the gym who's like way fucking bigger, way fucking stronger than you. And you're just like, damn, why can't I be like that? Well, here's the simple truth. Not everyone is equal, you know? <laughs> Not everybody is equal. Some people are hardworking, you know? Maybe the fucking reason why that person looks better than you is because they're working harder than you are. Right. You know, and that's just the simple truth of it. That's not to say that you cannot be at that level. You know, don't don't get pissed off about the fact that somebody has put like countless hours of work and dedication into something and are seeing good results. That is not something you should be pissed off about. You should be fucking happy for them because obviously they're doing great things and they're killing it. But, you know, and that's that's not to that's not to say that you cannot do the exact same thing. and Or even better. Yeah. And, you know, you just got to keep in yeah. mind, too, like every every man and woman is inferior to every other man and woman in some way, right? Like who we are as people is such a multifaceted thing. Like there's going to be strengths. There's going to be weaknesses. And we just have to learn how to really highlight our strengths and work on our weaknesses, acknowledge where we're weak, and and, and don't, don't get pissed off about the fact that you know you're not where you want to be somewhere don't get pissed off but instead use it as motivation to improve right so i, re I really like that idea of not everyone's equal um which of course goes against kind of what society says all the time but mm -hmm. that's what society mm -hmm. is often wanting to relate to is everyone's born equal right mm -hmm. everyone should have equal opportunity but the truth of the matter is not everyone acts equally no not every i mean there's there's the people who absolutely take for granted their their life their fitness yeah their careers their social circles they basically spit in the face of it and then there's others who work their ass off appreciate have gratitude for always progress in every area of their life including fitness mm -hmm. and so that makes those two people completely opposite you know, they're not equal at all. No. Sure, they're born equally. They're equal in the matter of what they have the right for. Yeah. But they do not act equally. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, you're equal 
on the aspect of your humanity. So I, I believe based on the way you act and live your life is what determines what makes a good solid person and whether you're taking your life for granted or letting it just waste away. Yeah. Yeah. Very, I, I very much agree with that. And so, you know, I mean, a lot of this comes down to, I guess, you know, that point coming to that point of realization, that epiphany where you finally decide that you're fed up with mediocrity. You decide that there is an improvement that you want to make in your life. That's not to say you get pissed off and start getting unmotivated because you see everybody else around you looks like they're doing so much better. That's not what you do. Don't do that. <laughs> no. Use other people's success as your motivation. Don't try to be better than them, but use use that motivation to better yourself and see your own self-improvement as never ending. Like there's yeah. never going to be a peak. There's never going to be a point of perfection. Even Mr. Olympia, even, even freaking Tom Brady, you know, like, like highest level athletes you can get. They all can still learn. They all can still improve. They all were at the same point we are at right now exactly. at some point. Exactly. And the belief level between me and Tom Brady yeah. <laughs> is the only thing keeping me from becoming a seven-time or eight-time, however many oh, dude, time Super Bowl know. champion. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. well, the desire, of course, too, the belief and the desire. Yeah. But those are both you know equal parts. Mm -hmm. And the only difference is, you know, doing it and believing it. That's the only thing keeping me from getting there. I that, agree. That's the difference between an extreme failure and an extreme success is the belief and motivation mm -hmm. for almost everything in life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you're, when you embark on this journey of self progression, my advice to you, our advice to you is don't just become obsessed with trying to be the absolute best, right? Just set some, set some fucking goals and, you know, obtain a realistic approach to, to reaching those goals. Don't just go around like, I know this is going to sound really stereotypical, but don't just go around and like compare yourself to other people without some, some actually realistic basis of comparison. And, and, you know, you realize your worth, right? Like realize that you're capable of doing what these people are doing. You just got to get up off of your fucking ass and actually get to work. Yeah. Your, your current worth is not your permanent worth. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Right. Yeah. Or your current, uh, capabilities. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing is permanent Yeah. from where you're at right now to where you could be or should be or want to be. And, you know, we can, we can launch forward. We could spiral down. Agreed. We can inch ahead day by day, or we can, we can fall back yeah. day by day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, another thing is though, I mean, once you do start seeing results, once you do start seeing progress, don't let that go to your head, man. I see so many people who just get so gassed up because they they start seeing progress. They start seeing results. Maybe they win a competition or, you know, they, they win a game in whatever sport they're doing or, you know, win a championship or several. And all of a sudden, they get it in their heads that they're the best in the world. And that's just not the case. Nobody's the best in the world. Yeah. 
transfers from uh, confidence to ego. Exactly. And just don't let that happen. Whatever does happen, you gotta you gotta find that sweet spot of confidence, not self-doubting and not you know overconfident in ego, but right in the middle is just being as confident as you should be, mm-hmm. and that will get you places. Yeah. So I guess. Uh, that's going to wrap us up for this episode. We want to ask the audience a few questions first before we go, yeah. um, starting with, I guess, what do you think your initial purpose for getting involved in fitness was in the first place? Mm-hmm. And um, another question you might consider is like, is that original purpose still the same as it is today? Or has it changed? Have you found a new one? A lot of the times, our original intention for starting something manifests into something else. Right. And, you know, is that, is that change for the better or for the worse? Yeah, I've heard of people, you know, starting with one goal and achieving that goal and not stopping and just keep, yeah. keep going. Yeah. For example, someone who's lost 100 pounds of, of, of body weight, mm-hmm. they reach that goal and now the next goal becomes, okay, now I want to step on stage in a competition. Yeah. <laughs> so it... it Basically, that's that catapult of momentum. But it can also be detrimental, right? Because if you lose 100 pounds of body weight, you're down to 200 pounds. Well, if you lose another 100 pounds, then you only weigh 100 pounds, and then all of a sudden you're anorexic. (laughs) So, right, it's like, don't let those goals get out of hand either, right? So make make sure that your purpose is healthy, right? Make sure yeah. that make sure that it's actually still working on an aspect or facet of your improvement. Yeah. And uh, another question I have is, are you doing this for yourself? Or are you doing this for someone else or other people? And are you, is this for being the best in the room or the best in your potential? Because mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a very big difference between the two. Yeah, yeah. Is one is very limiting, you know, if there's not very many impressive people in that room. Yeah. <laughs> but your own individual potential is whatever you make it, whatever you believe it is. Very much. So agree. it could be the best in any room in the world, mm-hmm. yeah. for all we know. Yeah. Um, something else you might consider. Uh, have you ever had that unhealthy perspective within competition, right? Have you ever let it get out of hand to where either you're, you know, obsessed with beating someone else or jealous of someone else or it goes to your head like you, you you get egotistical or something you know have you ever had that unhealthy perspective and uh, were you able to fix it you know like or you know if you have it right now like acknowledge it and then think how can I improve on this how can I fix it right yeah sometimes people's only problem is their ego mm-hmm. and that can be the only thing that needs to be fixed within someone because they have all the talent in the world and created the, their only problem they actually have is the ego. <laughs> yeah. um, would you consider yourself uh, confident or egotistical? Or on the opposite side of the coin, do you doubt yourself and what you're capable of? Yeah. So like we said, there's that spectrum. Where do you lie on that spectrum yeah, yeah, currently? Yeah. There is that fine line between confidence and ego, egotism, or I don't, I don't know. Egotism is a word. I think it is. I think so. Yeah. I think it's a word. Uh, but <laughs> we're gonna make up plenty yeah, of words yeah, on this but, show. But there's that, there's that 
fine line, right? Like, are you, are you acting with confidence? Are you acting with power, you know, asserting, you know, like, do you know you can do something or are you, you know, on the other side, do you, do you like know you can do something, but you also have to know or have to let everybody else know <laughs> that, that you know what you're doing. You have to shove your success in everybody's face, right? There's that difference. There's that difference between confidence and being egotistical. Right. Well, and ask these people the most important and final question of the day. Yeah, so our, our, our most important question, uh, do you believe that you have what we call the transcendent mindset? And that is bettering yourself every single day, being a better version of yourself today than you, you were, were yesterday. yesterday. All right, with that, guys, please uh, consider those questions. Ask yourself where you lie on each of those answers. And uh, we want to hear from you. We're going to be, you know, we're going to be listening to everyone who reaches out to us and what comments and questions you have. We're going to be answering questions and replying to comments because we want to learn our community. We want to learn our audience because you guys are just the same as us. You know, you're of that transcendent mindset. You want to better yourselves, mm -hmm. become better each day. And we want to follow along that journey with you because yeah. Vaughn's great company, but I don't know if you're enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. So uh, feel free to comment, you know, any, any constructive feedback or, you know, you could just throw us some hate or, or what, whatever you want. But we, we, we want our listeners to engage with us. And we, we also want to address any uh, questions or concerns that you have uh, and make sure always uh, follow, subscribe. Yeah, um, we'll be doing this again next week. Yeah, the next episode will be ready by the time you get done here in this one. So we'll tune in with you guys, <laughs> you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Thank you, guys. Thank you.